that ill and annoying lawmakers in Illinois are pushing more unconstitutional gun control legislation and calling upon cackling gun control clown <laughs> Vice President Kamala Harris and the organization funded by the conversion Michael Bloomberg every time for gun safety to support their legal plunder. Harris is parroting a fellow gun control caricature, the founder of Moms Demand Action, Shannon Watts, by using deceptive and erroneous claims about gun laws and gun violence. And you know that I know that you lying over. The question is, how many people are gonna fall for your lies? And this week's 2A for Today Modern Militiaman spotlights on a heroic customer who saved a cashier at a gas station in Cass County all while holding a six-pack of Miller Lite. Our hero saw the visible fear on the cashier's face, and without dropping the hops, he neutralized the perp and held him for the cops. Welcome to 2A for Today. I'm Zoe Warren. Back in August, the Illinois Supreme Court ruled 4-3 to allow the state's assault weapons ban to stay in place following legal challenges. The measure was passed by state lawmakers and signed into law by Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker back in January. And on the same day as the Illinois Supreme Court ruling, the Every Town for Gun Safety Action Fund held their annual conference. And guess who was front and center? None other than Vice President Kamala Harris. During her remarks, Harris claimed to support the Second Amendment, and then, in the same breath, completely contradicted the statement by saying, but I also believe we need to renew the assault weapons ban. We need red flag laws. We need universal background checks. Michael Bloomberg is the money behind Every Town for Gun Safety, and he also funds Moms Demand Action. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. I just can't look away from it. I want it, want it, want it. That group's founder, Shannon Watts, has recently been making efforts to suppress free speech. Try that in a small town. She takes credit for the canceling of Jason Aldean's song, Try That in a Small Town, saying that the song encourages people to commit violence with firearms, even though he never mentions shooting anyone in the song. Woke CMT yanked Aldean's video off the air. Watts likes to use easily debunked statistics about firearm-related deaths to push her gun-grabbing agenda, and it's no surprise Harris is taking the same approach. How many people are going to soak up this rhetoric without taking the time to actually review the facts? Always lying to me. Why? You lying so much. Why? In April 2023, Watts claimed that Texas had no background check requirements for long gun purchases. Breitbart News quickly corrected this falsehood. Background checks for retail sales are a federal matter required in every state, including Texas, for both long guns and handguns. The FBI performs a national instant criminal background check system check, an X background check, on every retail gun buyer, regardless of whether the gun they want to buy is new or used. And it doesn't matter whether it's a handgun or a long gun. And both Breitbart and the National Shooting Sports Foundation, or NSSF, have jumped in to correct Kamala Harris's ridiculous statements that attempt to play on the emotions of gun control activists. First, Harris stated to the crowd that gun violence is the leading cause of death in children. You! You! This is taken from data from the University of Michigan. And back in April, the NSSF revealed that the data set used by the University of Michigan included adults age 18 and 19. And once you remove those individuals, Harris's talking points become obsolete. Breitbart also did a fact check on this often used statement about gun violence deaths in children when Harris tried to use it back in July and found further contradictory evidence. Here's what they found. Numbers from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, 
show that firearm-related deaths for children aged 0 to 17 totaled 2,281 in 2020, while the number of motor vehicle deaths for the same ages was 2,503. Breitbart News also referenced a study using CDC data that showed accidental suffocation deaths are 10 times higher among children than accidental gun deaths. In a recent article written by the Director of Public Affairs for the NSSF, Mark Oliva, he pointed out that Paris is making a mistake trying to categorize suicide deaths as a gun violence issue, which is another one of our talking points of the Gun Safety Conference. Oliva also cited a study from The Reload, which found that the anti-gun group Violence Policy Center included 1,200 individuals who killed themselves with a firearm in their list of concealed carry killers, despite the fact that these individuals didn't commit homicides. And The Reload found that gun control laws have little to no impact on the prevention of suicides by firearm. Failed 2020 presidential candidate and former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg is the largest donor supporting Biden and other Democrats, according to Reuters. The day before the Illinois Supreme Court ruled on the assault weapons ban, and Harris spoke of the conference, the Biden campaign received endorsements from Bloomberg's Every Town for Gun Safety, along with three other gun safety groups. What's more, in March, at a gun show in Asheville, North Carolina, another Bloomberg-funded group called Be Smart had a booth where they passed out their own cards stapled to Project Child Safe Locks, which are created and funded by the NSSF. This appeared to be an attempt for Be Smart to take credit for the locks. Matt Manda, writing for the NSS, stated, Those locks are paid for by the firearm industry and distributed free to communities through partnerships with over 15,000 law enforcement agencies in all 50 states and five U.S. territories. Over 40 million of these free kits with firearm locking devices have been distributed in the past two decades. The assault weapons ban is not the only gun control law that was given the green light in Illinois. Governor Pritzker also signed the Firearm Industry Responsibility Act into law in August, which would allow state or private individuals to file lawsuits against the firearms industry for violent acts committed by third parties. The law would also suppress free speech by banning advertising by gun retailers that could potentially have intent to appeal to minors. The NSSF filed a legal challenge to this law. And they said that gun control politicians in Illinois are attempting to restrict law-abiding citizens from passing on safe firearm handling and shooting skills to the next generation by squelching the ability to depict it in advertising. Of course, VP Harris has never seen an unconstitutional gun grab that she couldn't support. The Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act passed in 2005, preventing civil liability actions against the firearms industry. Yet, during Harris's remarks at the annual gun safety conference, she stated that the gun manufacturers should not have immunity from litigation. Freedom is the cure. You're dead on. This is the largest experiment performed on human beings in the history of the world. The more you know. What they're doing is they're forcing vaccination on people, and I believe they are killing people with this vaccination. The freer you are. 
It's murder. They are basically murdering people in hospitals. The all-cause mortality we know is now higher in the vaccinated group than the unvaccinated group. Stay informed on the issues that affect freedom. Get a subscription to The New American today. TheNewAmerican.com And now for our 2A for Today Modern Militiaman Spotlight. A customer was visiting a marathon gas station four blocks from his home in Cassopolis, Michigan, when he heard a suspicious would-be robber say, you know why I'm here, <laughs> to the store clerk. Our hero was soon to find out why he was there as well. The robber, armed with a box cutter, was the only one in for a surprise. Our hero pulled out his gun, fired off seven shots at the suspect, then he held him at gunpoint until authorities arrived. There was one grateful gas station clerk that night. When the video was finally released, Cass County Prosecutor Victor Fitz mentioned the possibility of filing charges against our 2A for Today modern militiamen, which created a lot of outrage among the public. But now, we can all breathe a sigh of relief because it was just announced that the customer won't face any charges. It turns out the robber was a three-time convicted felon, and our hero taught the petty criminal a lesson that he won't soon forget. The perpetrator was arraigned for this incident on three charges, including armed robbery. Hat tip to our hero, who demonstrated uncommon courage by doing what was right to defend his neighbor, risking his own life and liberty by doing so. That concludes our program for today. Thanks for watching. My name is Zoe. Post your comments or questions, and we'll try to address as many as we can as fast as we can in the coming weeks and months. Thank you for watching. Two Way for Today.